coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown. Welcome to the Positively West Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we have a very special episode for you. We're going to be visiting live in the studio with Mike Lee. He's the owner of Freedom Kia in Morgantown. Mike, thanks for being on the show today. Jim, it's uh, really a pleasure to be on here. I thank you so much for the invitation Absolutely. and asking me to come up here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's great to have you in the studio, first of all, and I'm excited to learn more about your story. Mike Lee's family immigrated to America from Taiwan in 1989 when he was just eight years old. Mike grew up in New Jersey and attended West Virginia University, WVU, for college. He's worked in the automotive, uh, automotive industry for more than 21 years, 18 of which have been here in West Virginia, right here in Morgantown. Mike started as a sales associate, but now he owns a successful dealership of his own, Freedom Kia of Morgantown. We invited Mike on the show today to talk about Freedom Kia, to share their business story, and to talk about the business he leads right here in West Virginia. Mike, again, thanks for being on the show. Take a minute and tell us a little bit about Freedom Kia. Well, uh, Freedom Kia has been in Morgantown since 2006, and uh, you know I had an opportunity to buy it from the previous owner, Mike Wood. Uh, Mike hired me in the car business back in 2001, and uh, had you know really mentored me and trained me and taught me everything uh, about the business. And you know, the January this year, I had the opportunity to to acquire the business uh, and and give Mike the opportunity to to step away from the you know 70 hours a week that we put in. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. he's uh, you know, and and I'm so glad to be back in uh, Morgantown. You know, uh, I ran the Freedom Kia store before, and it's just good to be back and you know with with the people, the Mountaineers. Yeah, absolutely. And you're an owner. I mean, that's got to be just a tremendous feeling. Um, you know, it's, everybody says that <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely a lot of pressure, right? So it changes, the role changes. And, sure. and, you know, my goal is to make sure that our, our employees and, and their families get a opportunity to make a living. And really, you know, I, I want them to have the same opportunity that I had, you know, like you said earlier, I, I started as a salesperson. Uh, my parents immigrated here uh, from Taiwan when I was eight. So, we didn't we didn't have a lot it's not like you know we came from money we're middle class they were clock and watchmakers and they put me through school they got me an opportunity to to you know really uh, be to to be successful if you would call it sure. and uh you know now I, the goal is to give give it back right i want to give back and give everybody an opportunity and and that's actually the reason why we're here today and you know, is to say that, hey, look, there's a lot of negative things happening around us, right? right? There's COVID. And by the way, it's great to be here live yeah, in person, exactly. right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's great. And it's, it just, there's a lot of negative things happening. And, and I want people to know that, you know, the dream is still there. It's still alive. It's yeah. very much available. You know, Mike, just listening to that story, you know, as immigrants to America, you know, you, you got to see a lot as, as a young boy and a young man. You, you came here to, to West Virginia to go to school, and now you're here owning a car dealership. Without you know, putting words in your mouth, that sounds like the American dream, you know? Um, you know, it, it is. It, yeah. it really is um, to, to be able to um, accomplish what my parents originally set forth, right? My, my dad brought us here. Um, he spoke very broken English. Uh, my mom still speaks very broken English. Um, and we grew up in North Jersey, and you know, to, to come to school and finding people here. And uh, I, I'll be honest, when I first came here to WVU, 
I wanted to leave like immediately, really, really? <laughs> immediately. But but you you get to know people, right? Then you yeah. get to meet people, and you realize that um, no, it's not New Jersey, it's not New York Metro, and people are a lot nicer, yeah. and people are a lot kinder, and people actually care about you. Yeah. So, what, Mike, I want to go back, kind of back to the starting point when you first got into the automotive business. What what got you in? What what inspired you to get into this line of work? Uh, actually, <laughs> funny story that you asked. Um, I interviewed uh, at the car dealership that uh, Mike uh, interviewed me, and it was between that or a, a bank as a teller. Wow. Um, it, I needed a job is, is what it came down to be. And my goal was, you know, I, I didn't do so well uh, going to WVU in school. Uh, you know, typical 18-year-old coming out. Uh, we did a lot of partying and uh uh, didn't attend class and what have you. So, you know, my original goal was to save up enough money to go back to school. You know, uh, two years was my plan. And um, then I met, you know, obviously I was with my wife. Uh, we had kids. We bought a house. and you know, Life happened. Yeah, debt happened. <laughs> debt happened. <laughs> Got to pay it back, right? There you go. There you go. Well, that's really interesting. And I remember, you know, uh, you know doing – advertising and marketing work here in, in Morgantown. And I remember seeing you uh, working and I always thought, yeah, guys, he's a hard worker, you know, and I, I'll be honest with you, you, we didn't know each other, but we met, you know, shook hands or whatever, said hello. But I always, I always thought you were a, uh, just a stand up dude wor working your tail off out there. And is that part of the secret to your success? It's, uh, it's, most of it, right? Um, having a, a really, really strong work ethic, um, yeah, knowing yeah. uh, what you have to do, right? So for me, everybody says, man, you always get things done right away. And that's amazing. And I tell them it's not because I'm that good. It's because I have a horrible memory. If I don't do it right then and there, I'm not going to get it done. So I have to do it right that's then great. and there. Yeah, that's great. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, the Kia dealership, uh, Freedom Kia. And tell us a little bit about your products and services. You know, you, you became the owner January 2022. What are you? Uh, what, tell us a little bit about the specifics of the dealership. What are you known for? Uh, well, so the Kia brand right now is um, probably the the one of the hottest brands on the market. Mm -hmm. We have really, really great design, um, new products that just came out, like the Telluride that's been out for a couple of years. Yeah, that you see them everywhere. That you do, they're and great. and you you know they're they're pre-order pre uh, essentially you know everywhere. The Carnival they came out with the MPV, uh, trying to get away from the minivan stigma, um, but a lot of space um, for families. And then the new Sorento just launched a new Sportage, uh, and we have the EV6. So we we have EVs available in our fleet, and you know uh, with the new K5s and all-wheel drive, EV6 available in all-wheel drive. We have a little bit of everything for everybody, and a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty that is you know unbeatable in the industry. Plus, now we have six years in a row, uh, initial quality, um, number one in initial quality for mass market brands, two years in a row for reliability for J.D. Powers. Awesome. You know, so the brands come That's a very, great. very, very long yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. What, what are you best known for specifically at your dealership? So one thing that we do uh, differently than most of the other dealerships is we're very transparent, okay? Mm -hmm. So 
One of the things that that uh, consumers always hated about the car buying experience is the back and forth, the back and forth, and the back and forth, right? And yeah. The deal and all that. Yeah. Well, they talk to my sales manager. Exactly. So I mean, yes, we have that as well. Yes, there are things sure. that you know the manager has to make the the final sure. decision. Um, but as far as our pricing, we put our best prices right up front. So it's out there, and if you if you like the price and you want to work with us, awesome. Um, if we're too high and you find a vehicle that you like and you want to make an offer, absolutely. You know that doesn't mean we will accept the offer, but you know we we definitely put our best foot forward, and it's just transparent. It's easy to do business with us. You don't have to do the the back and forth. If you say, hey, I you know John down the street would rather buy my trade, and they're going to give me three thousand dollars more. Wonderful. You know, the, our prices are not contingent upon your trade. Uh, if you say, hey, Mike, I found a, another brand that I like better, will you still give me what you offer me for trade? Absolutely, we'll write you a check, right? Uh, if your credit union has a better rate, by all means, save the money, you know? So we're very easy going. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a lot different, I think, than what you know most car dealers, especially that I've been, you know, um, my experience anyway, recently. And I will say, you know, with with COVID, uh, you know, we're you know it's like the third year anniversary, right? It's yeah. Kind of hard, and it, it, I do feel like we are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, I, I say that uh, cautiously, right? Yeah. But how has the the pandemic? I mean, car value, like used car values, are now sometimes even more expensive than a new car. Talk a little bit about how that has changed the car business. So that definitely has come into play, right? Because of the scarcity of the of the new cars. Supply demand. Right. Well, so a lot of dealers, like I was, you know, saying earlier, a lot of dealers are charging a, a premium because of that. Um, they're charging over MSRP. Tell you rides nationwide. You know, some will go as as much as twenty thousand over MSRP. Wow. And I, I just don't believe in that. So we don't charge over MSRP. It's, um, you know, that's, that's what we charge. Um, we're not here to gouge our customers. We're here to help them buy a car. Um, I'm, not here to, I'm not here to sell you anything that you don't want, right? So the goal is to help you buy a car. If I have it, then awesome, let's make a deal. Yeah. If I don't have it, that's not your fault, that's yeah. mine, right? Yeah. So I need to make sure that I have that vehicle for you. So we're here to help you buy a car. If it's from another brand, a, a competitor, and it makes you happy, so be it. Let us help you. Yeah. That's all I'm looking to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, used car prices definitely have gone through the roof on some of these things. And you know, uh, to be completely frank, we're not the highest paying you know out there for for used cars for trade-ins. But we will get you a fair deal because we don't gouge you know our customers exactly. on the new cars, right? Yeah. So. Uh, some of these books that are out there, if you want to trade book for MSRP, I would have to pay you to take away your 2020 Telluride and, and you trade in your 2020 Telluride, buy my 22 Telluride, I would have to pay you money to take that away. And that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, you wouldn't be in business long. Not, not Even long at all. That. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, this is a great conversation so far. Uh, Mike Lee with Freedom Kia. Tell us um, if you could Whittle it down to 30 seconds, what Freedom Kia is all about. What do you tell people that you do at Freedom Kia? Your 30-second pitch, if you will. The 30-second pitch, it's customer service. We help customers maintain their cars. We help customers buy uh, a vehicle. Um, we, don't, we don't sell anything to anybody. Um, I refuse to do that. Um, people like to buy. Nobody likes to be sold. So yeah. that's, that's the difference. That's a great, uh, great philosophy, I think, for sure. What's one thing that you're most excited about right now for your organization, your company? 
Um, the prospect of growth. So, you know, I, I think here in West Virginia, um, with everything that's going on, uh, we have a huge opportunity to bring people here. Mm. Um, and, and I'd love to be able to participate in that, um, you know, so we can have jobs for, for the people. Uh, mm. We're in the retail area, you know, over by the University Town Center, you've seen the growth that's going on out there. So we, have, we have retail, and, and if they have jobs, and we have definitely the outdoors, you know, the, there's parks, there's climbing, there's water, you know. Yeah, well, Morgantown's a great place to be, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we are, Montague County is one of the growth areas and has been over the last couple of decades in West Virginia. And you got West Virginia University, obviously is a big anchor, WVU Medicine, you got Mon Health, you got a, a great uh, medical community, you've got a great education community and all the things that you just said too. You add that in. Now we did lose Mylan, you know, and Beatrice, yeah. you know, uh, the, the company that was formerly Mylan became Beatrice and we lost several thousand jobs, but, and that was a horrible thing. But by the same token, there's lots of other activity that's coming in and filling those gaps. I, I think so. And, and, you know, it's up to us uh, to to find what those opportunities are, right? And yeah. I, I think there's an abundance of positive things that can happen, and, and we just have to share that vision. I'm gonna flip the question. What's one thing you wish you could do over since you've been in business? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think about that one. Uh, what would I do over since I've been in business? Uh, maybe get into business when we had cars, right? Instead <laughs> of in a, yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of instead of doing it at a time yeah, where we that, don't have that, any cars. That's great. Yeah, uh, that that's, that's a good answer. <laughs> I, I like that. So uh, I want to take a quick second, Mike, just to mention our sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia and the podcast, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia in business. Our guest today is Mike Lee, owner of Freedom Kia. Mike, I want to jump right back into it. How do you attract new customers these days? You mentioned digital. Talk a little bit about how you bring new customers in. Um, well, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because right now, uh, if you have the car, you people are gonna you know gonna find you, find you. Yeah. uh it, so it's what a little a bit different time right i mean that's, that's pretty neat uh yeah in the sales side of it and yeah. in, in service you know one thing that we just started in service uh you know we we've announced it but we're still playing with it um pick up and drop off service right so oh, yeah. everybody has their cars at work you're usually at work for eight hours a day uh so within 10 miles of the dealership just give us a call we'll come pick it up everything is mobile uh, we'll do a video of the phone of the car for you so you can see the condition it's in we can do photos uh, When the car gets to the dealership we service it for oil change typically mm -hmm. right oil change state inspection or tires And then we'll we'll highlight some of the areas that recommendations that we find uh, that you may want to consider uh, If you want to do it great we move forward if you don't want to do it and you want to hold off not a problem and then we'll clean the car up and uh, and send it back to you Payment-wise, it's it's digital as well, right? So Apple Car, uh, Apple Pay, and and Google Pay uh, is all on your phone. So Fantastic. you don't have to. We don't. You don't have to jump on the phone with us. Yeah, that, that's really cool. Right now, uh, in terms of growing your business, what's the highest level of challenge you face? Uh, staffing, staffing uh, for the service department and inventory for the vehicle department. Yeah. Those are the two toughest uh, yeah, items. Finding good quality mechanics. 
Yeah. Is that, kind of a, is that what you're looking for primarily? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Technicians. So, you know, technicians. Yeah, yeah, technicians have, you know, again, because of all these computer chips that are in cars and, and which is causing the shortages, but exactly. uh, because of all these high tech uh, components in cars, they, they have to be trained, right? I don't, our customers are, are, their safety is dependent upon our technicians doing the job that they're supposed to do. So, uh, find somebody that's skilled or somebody that is interested in that line of work. You know, it's it's hard. Um, you know, one of the things that you asked earlier as far as the success, it's it's the hours that we put in, you know, yeah. and um, people say that you know, I, I go to deal. I don't go to dealerships because they charge more. Well, we charge more because of the hours and hours and sometimes years of training that is required that's before right. we can work on it. Right. That's so. Right. We're not necessarily charging you for the the one hour labor, even though it's you know I itemized that way. We're charging you because of the the skill set that is required to do that the work. Expertise. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Mike, I'm, I, as I'm thinking about Freedom Kia, I, I love I, I, you know I, I don't own a Kia, but it makes me want to go buy a Kia. Uh, I, do you have a full size truck? I, that's what I'm waiting on. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, no full size <laughs> truck. But from what I heard, uh, I heard rumors of maybe an EV truck. Oh, coming. there you go. Maybe. Okay. All right. So what's the vision for Freedom Kia long term? Uh, long term for Freedom Key is that we want to be part of the community. Yeah. Um, we want Great. to be here to continue to support our customer with their automotive needs, but mainly to be part of the community to build uh, something better here in Morgantown, right? To, to give people uh, a reason to stay here, to, to grow up here, and, and to live here. Um, you know, partnering with the, the radio station, uh, WVAQ, yeah. uh, last year we did free play Freedom Days. Uh, all summer long, kids came out and, and joined us and, and had, a, had a blast. Um, and, it, you know, we wanted to give back. Uh, and, and that's ultimately the, the long-term goal. I, I know it's a business show. We want to, you know, try and emphasize on no, Freedom no, Kia. But, yeah. but for me, it's, it's you know, I... It's more. It's more about the community. It's more about the people around it. Because at the end of the day, it's the community that supports the business. It's the people around here that support the business. And and without them, I don't have a business. Yeah, I I, I like that and appreciate uh, that viewpoint. What's something you would like to accomplish before this year's over? We're 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 young. We're still in the first quarter. What's something you would like to accomplish this year? Uh, uh, you know I. Get more into the community again. Um, you know, we, we, we are doing the free play Freedom Days uh, again this year, but I want to find something else. I want to, yeah. you know, see what else is out here that we can partner with and, and um, we can really grow with. You know, Chestnut Mountain Ranch, you mentioned yeah, them yeah. earlier, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, of mine, Steve Finn, a longtime friend of mine. Yeah. So he was by for our ribbon cutting event. Oh, yeah. Um, and he got on the radio with us, and we, we certainly partner with them as really? well. Uh, That's cool. That's you know, good to know. And, and those are the items, right, to, to help people grow. Because, you know, let's, let's be honest. No matter how successful you are, all that means is I've had more failures than you've had, right? Uh, and, you know, for, for those of you that are watching and wondering how do I get successful, just fail a few more times and yeah. maybe you'll get John, there. John Maxwell calls it failing forward. That's right. We just uh, we did a little uh, devotion this morning, my team, yeah. and we, we talked about that exact thing. So it's funny you mentioned that today. I think that's really interesting. I want to ask you, I'm, I'm a big fan of – uh, uh, and a, a, a student of leadership. I, I want to become a better leader and, and love having opportunities to talk to business leaders just like yourself. 
each week. One of the things that I like to ask is what's what's one of the biggest attribute or maybe even a couple of attributes that you think are um, very important for a leader to be successful in, in today's day and age? Uh, so I think the biggest thing is what you just said. We all are. Uh, we all are students of leadership, mm. uh, recognizing where you are, recognizing that you're not infallible, recognizing that you're not perfect, recognizing that your vision isn't the perfect vision, um, and understanding that there's always room to grow and there's areas for growth, right? So mm. uh, getting the criticism and accepting criticism, uh, no matter how successful you are, um, knowing that there's there's maybe better, you know, um, and uh, finding out who you are first mm. and recognizing your strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, for me, uh, I, I had to realize that my ego was in my way, right? I was, uh, I was very efficient. I was, uh, like we talked about earlier, I got things done because I forgot things a lot. <laughs> so I always worked really, really hard. My people skills wasn't the strongest suit. So I had to work on that. I had to continue to grow and, and realize there's, there's, other things are involved when, when, you know, when it comes to tasks. It's not about just getting the task done, disregard everybody's emotions, because we work in a pe people business, exactly. right? So yeah. emotions play a, a major fact. But just recognizing that you, know, you have room to grow and, and uh, be, a, be a student all Absolutely. the time. That's good stuff, man. I, I appreciate that. And I like the, the fact that it's you know, that self-actualization, being self-aware, first of all, understanding, mm -hmm. like, here's where I need to be. I'm not there yet, but how do I get better? Absolutely. You know, that's, that's really strong. Mike, I, I, I really uh, am, I, I admire your story so much, you know, because you, you started out in the car business. Mike, Mike Wood hired you, and then he sold you his dealership. Yeah, I think that is so cool. I mean, that is just an unbelievable um, route to entrepreneurship, business ownership, right? I, I just think it's so neat, and so powerful. What's one piece of advice you would have for a young person out there who might have a dream of owning a business someday? What's, what would you say to them? Work really, really, really hard. Um, and know that, you know, if you, if you want to be uh, the top 50%, you're going to have to do something that the other 50% aren't willing to do. Yeah. If you want to be in the top 25%, then you're going to have to do things that the other 75% of people won't do. If you want to strive to be the top 1%, then you're going to have to do things that the other 99% of the people won't do. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, if, you pick, uh, if you pick something and you want to succeed in it, you have to, you have to love what you do. Yeah. If you don't, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a long, That's long, great, long journey. Stuff. You know, I think I say this quite a bit, but I, I feel like at this moment in time, it is so attainable, success, right? Earl Nightingale calls success the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And I love that definition, first of all, because you never quite get there, right? right? It's always progressing. But the idea of being something, doing what you just said, working hard, being in that top 1%, it's attainable. And it, because a lot of folks, um, and this is just my humble opinion, all right, but I feel like a lot of people are sitting on the sidelines. They don't want to, they're putting forth minimal effort. If you just do the basic stuff, you're extraordinary today. Thoughts on that? I agree with you 100%. You know, there's, 
so many health uh, self-help books out there YouTube you know pick pick a genre right <laughs> the, the information is so accessible yeah. uh, right now if you want to be healthy it's pretty easy to find the information that you need to be healthy yeah. you just have to execute it you gotta do it yeah, yeah. if you want to be successful and you want to have a successful business look it up but then you have to execute it the execution is the yeah. hard part yeah jumping in yeah and so, you know the thing i think about entrepreneurship you know uh, you know is you don't have to jump off the, the the off the cliff right you could take a couple of steps learn things surround yourself with mentors and people that you can learn from right take just do it get take a take a step toward it as opposed to people a lot of people think why wow, I, I can't risk everything well don't risk everything take a step and learn and and do it over time you know or you can jump i mean that's fine too i yeah. don't have a problem with that but anyway i just I, I loved your advice there and i just i really appreciate that what's this is kind of a personal question but what's your morning ritual look like uh, roll out of bed, try to get myself out of bed. Um, I'm getting a little bit older. So people <laughs> have told me that as I get older, what you're going to feel, uh, six or seven, yeah. depending on how I feel, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but, uh, no, get, you know, get dressed, shower, showered and then get dressed and nothing. Um, I, I need to get into a better routine. Um, I'm still, uh, there are like, like I said, we all have growth, right? So that's, that's right. one of the areas yeah. that, uh, you know, I, I, I have, uh, my devotional out and, and I, I want to do it, but then I'm like, oh man, if I can get 10 more minutes in bed, hey, listen, I'm with you. For those millennials out there, I'm partial millennial too, so I get it. I'm still, I, if I could sleep in another 10 minutes, I'm going to sleep in another it's, 10 it's minutes. It's worth gold. Yeah, oh yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's stuff. It, it, in, your, in your business, Mike, um, you, you mentioned you have children. What would you like to pass on as your, your legacy uh, it, from your business perspective to your, to your f future generations? Uh, just that they need to work at it. So one, one of the things that I, uh, you know, I was taught from my parents is the work ethic. Yeah. Um, they definitely worked really hard. I, I remember a story when, uh, they opened up a store in, in New Jersey and they had, they had just rented a new space and it needed renovation. And I really wanted a, a 10 speed Huffy bike, you know? And they said, all right, you want it? No problem. We, we got a renovation to do, so you come help us for the week and do the renovation, and we'll buy you the bike. It was a $100 bike. This was probably 92, 93. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we worked from 10 o'clock till 8 p.m., manual labor, you know, for me to get that bike. Now, I will tell you, when I say I rode that bike until the chain fell off, I rode that bike <laughs> until the chain fell off. It rusted off. It was invaluable, man. Oh, That's yeah. That's great. That was a lot of hard work. Well, like I said, you know, I, uh, you and I never sat down and had a conversation before today, but I remember, like I said, years ago, seeing you on car lots here in Morgantown, just hustling and working hard. And I, you stood out to me uh, because of that. You know, I, I observed that. And, and so what you're saying is de definitely true. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. It kind of reminds me a little bit about um, you know, we talk about people think entrepreneurship, owning a business. Well, you, you got the life. I say, yeah, you know. It is pretty nice because as a business owner, I get to work half days. And they're like, oh, see? Yeah. I was like, yeah, 12-hour days. That's right. You know, that's half a day. You know, <laughs> you know 24 you know, divided by two. Absolutely. So, yeah, there's so no question good. about that. Mike, you mentioned um, you know, sometimes you have to deal with criticism. What are some strategies you, you use to deal with criticism? Maybe it's a negative Google review or something like that. Uh, take a deep breath. Um, one of the best books that that I've ever read is Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective Absolutely. People, right? One of my favorites. And, and one of the things is uh, that he talks about is 
uh, the ability to respond, right? You have a responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's the ability to respond. And it's, you can't, you can't take it personal. You have to take a deep breath. When somebody says something to you, there's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe they see it in, in a different lens and a different perspective. Yeah. And it's a lens, obviously, you're not seeing. That's why you're getting the criticism. Exactly. So trying to, you know, take a minute and figure out where they're coming from. Why do they feel that way? And sometimes it has nothing to do with you. It has to everything to do with their personal life, right? Uh, if, if you happen to be the straw that broke the camel's back, <laughs> then you get the lashing out. Exactly. Nothing you did, it's just the timing. Absolutely. I love that. The, the time between stimulus and response, that's, that's golden right there. Absolutely. Uh, it, 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 that can make or break uh, you know, a business, really, honestly. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. What's one book or even a podcast you'd recommend for entrepreneurs, especially aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners uh, the the yeah the seven habits for yeah, yeah. highly affected people is there i you know that's my favorite by far Go i mean to. i i um uh pat riley also has the winner within um yeah. that one's pretty good as well yeah. and it's 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 just to recognize that it is in your power and your ability and taking personal ownership for your success um it doesn't mean you have to stomp on people to get there it doesn't mean you have to shove people out of the way uh, there's more than enough for everybody, right? Uh, but it's exactly. it's realizing that things happen because of your choices. Things don't happen because of what other people do to you. Yeah, that's very wise. Mike, uh, we've covered a lot in this interview. We've talked a lot about your business, your philosophy, your leadership, uh, your products. Uh, is there anything else you think our listeners should know about your story or Freedom Kia? Well, I you know, the, the main reason I got, I got out here um, is just to keep everybody uplifted, you know, yeah. with, with what's happening around, you know, I, I, I'm so excited to, to be an owner of a business and, you know, I've worked uh, many years and with the support of my wife, uh, the employees, the team members, mentors, Mike, Wood, you know, uh, people that gave me chances in the past. Um, I mean, just know that we all make mistakes and they're out there. Um, and it, what you, what you've done in the past, you can't change. You yeah. can't take it back. But what you do from this moment forward, that's your decision, right? Yeah. So you wow. get to choose what you want to be going forward. If you want to be an entrepreneur, go for it. Work at it. Try it, you know. Um, and, and, and I just want people to know that it, it is still real. The American dream of success is real. But you hear I mean, Honestly, yeah. it, it is. It's powerful, man. It, it, and I love what you're saying because... You know, there's so much negativity, and you can be you can be pulled down by that, the naysayers and the ne'er-do-wells, you know. But if you uh, if you surround yourself with with people that are positive, like-minded, read the things that you're talking about, those types of books, and and educate yourself and work hard, you can be anything in this country. You absolutely can, and um, you know, there's there's different avenues to get there, different ideas, and but you, again, you just have to. You know, you have to devote yourself to it and, and work at it and surround yourself with good people with a like, like mind that, that is going to push you and, and continue to, um, you know, challenge you to, to grow. You know, I tell my employees uh, every day, I say, well, I appreciate you guys uh, choosing me, but I will tell you this is going to be a tough, tough, tough road. 
Um, it's like hiring a personal trainer, right? You hire them to get you in shape. And, right. and I, I treat my employees not because they have a job with me. I want them to be better people, right? So yeah. it's a career. Awesome. And, and whether they live here and they continue to work for me, which I would really appreciate, or they choose to move somewhere warmer, which I understand, yeah. right? Yeah. I, my job is to make sure that they, they succeed in everything that they do. So it's like a personal trainer. I'm going to continue to push them to make them better. Um, and at the end of the day, they may hate my guts for it, but I'm helping them grow as, as people. Yeah. When they wake up the next day, they're like, yeah, I'm glad I did that, right? Just like after a tough workout. You don't like necessarily like your trainer, but the next day you're like, yeah, that guy's pretty good. Yeah, about it takes about you know six months to a year <laughs> before they realize it. <laughs> That's great. Hey, as we close out our time, Mike, uh, how can our listeners l learn more about Free, uh, Freedom Kia and even maybe even get in uh, contact with you? Uh, so our website, freedomkia.net, um, certainly you could go there. Um, our Facebook, we have Freedom Kia of Morgantown uh, at, at our Facebook page, so they can reach out there yeah, or they great. can email me. All our contact information is out there, and uh, I'm on social media as well. That's and great. happy to talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's awesome. And we'll make sure that we have links to that in the show notes of the podcast as well as on the uh, Facebook uh, live feed as well. Awesome. We'll make Appreciate sure we that. Those up. Mike, I just want to say it's been a real honor to have you in a studio, face-to-face. -face, in person. Uh, on the show today. I, I think what you're doing is really amazing. Uh, I think that your story is is really uh, encouraging and inspiring, and um, I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work, man. Well, I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure to be on the show, and uh, thank you for having me. I yeah, really appreciate absolutely. that. Thank you. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of the Positively West Virginia podcast. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive and encouraging stories of companies and people doing amazing things in business all across the mountain state just like my friend mike lee of freedom kia our hope is that we in some way equipped you and inspired you with his business story if you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show drop us a line on our website positivelywv.com and we of course we appreciate your comments your positive reviews uh, and encouragement along the way too we definitely appreciate that positively west virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization you can learn more about our mission of inspiring and encouraging small business owners entrepreneurs some nonprofits, and business leaders in west virginia at positivelywv.com on behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Mr. Hampton Hill. Until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.